Today's CEO takes us to Cote d'Ivoire and talks about his vision for Africa. He's looking for ways to continuously make Africa safer and is using cybersecurity as his shield of choice. Meet the Commissioner General of the Cyber Africa Forum, Frank Clay. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your Pulse on Everything Business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Who is Frank Clay? What inspires you and what drives you? Frank is a young Ivorian and cybersecurity consultant, managing partner of CyberOps Consulting, Commissioner General of the Cyber Africa Forum, and uh, President of CyberOps. What inspires me and, and really drives me is uh, always the quest and always the willingness to do better to help people around me. I have always been very interested in uh, security issues, particularly the fact that my country, Cote d'Ivoire, underwent a civil war which uh, deeply affected me. So what uh, really drives me uh, has always been trying to make Africa safer. And that's what I'm trying to do on a daily basis through my actions at CyberOps. Talk to us about the Africa Cyber Forum. When was it founded and why was it important it came to life when it did? The Cyber Africa Forum was founded late 2019, early 2020, just when COVID-19 was starting to outbreak. And it just came from the fact that I, I realized that there was no platform, at least that I knew, or we did it in the way that I wanted to do, that gathered public and private leaders' sectors uh, in order to talk about cybersecurity issues, uh, which became a growing and pressure issues in those times. COVID-19 kind of made me right uh, with the digitization, which also meant the, the growing needs for cybersecurity in all types of organization as well. Digitalization on the continent is still at its infancy, but cybersecurity threats are becoming rampant. What role does Africa Cyber Forum play in the conversations for the future in regards to cybersecurity? Well, the role of the Cyber Africa Forum is actually triple. The first role is an advocacy role, meaning that we really want to be the leading platform in order for public sector, but also private sector, to make leading contribution and propose leading solutions in order to fight uh, cybercrime. The second thing is to uh, become the main place where the cybersecurity ecosystem in Africa meets and does business, which is a B2B, uh, B2B platform. And then we also have uh, this, this objective, the goal of being the leading platform for networking, for people to, to know each other and uh, for people to, to, to interact and, and reinforce their cyber practices. What changes would you love to see in the industry? The changes that I would like to see in the industry is more and more uh, African players, African actors. Uh, there are few, but I believe that African states will uh, definitely invest more and more uh, and try to help local actors emerge who really want to 
attain a digital sovereignty. What does the future of Africa Cyber Forum look like? I believe that the future of Cyber Africa Forum looks like maybe a three-day event going in other African countries because right now we only held it in uh, Cote d'Ivoire, putting the emphasis on some of our initiatives such as the Cyber Africa Women Initiatives where we want to promote gender uh, in the industry and uh, the hacking challenge or the prices of the best digital security startup which help us make emerge talent, young talents uh, in the industry. What is Frank Clay's vision for Africa? My vision definitely for Africa looks like a safer place where we are now known as the leading area in the world where cybersecurity, but also security in general, is being put at the forefront so that our economy works even better for our growth. That was Frank Clay, Commissioner General of the Cyber Africa Forum. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The South African Reserve Bank raised its benchmark repo rate by 50 basis points to 4.75% at its May 2022 meeting, as widely expected. This is the fourth consecutive hike and the biggest in over six years due to heightened inflation risks stemming from geopolitical tensions. Policymakers said that the overall risks to the medium-term growth outlook are assessed to be balanced, while the risks to the inflation outlook are assessed to be the upside. Headline CPI forecast has been revised higher to 5.9 in 2022 versus 5.8 in March, 5% in 2023 versus 4.6% in March, and 4.7% in 2024 versus 4.6% in March. Meanwhile, the GDP growth projections were cut to 1.7% in 2022 from an earlier estimate of 2% mainly due to short-term factors including flooding in the key KwaZulu-Natal province and the resumption of roiling power blackouts. However, the GDP growth forecasts were kept unchanged at 1.9% for 2023. The implied policy rate path of the central bank model indicates gradual normalization through 2024. The Central Bank of Egypt unexpectedly raised its key overnight deposit rate by 200 basis points to 11.25% in its May meeting. It's the second increase in borrowing costs since March as the country aims to tackle soaring inflation and restore the allure of its local debt with foreign investors amid a global wave of monetary tightening. Consumer price growth in the North African nation surged to 13.1%. In April, the highest level in almost three years as food costs spiked due to the war in Ukraine. A major food importer, Egypt is racing to deal with the record grain prices fueled by the conflict. The Monetary Policy Committee reiterated that the path of future policy rates remain a function of inflation expectations rather than the prevailing inflation rates. The overnight lending rate was also increased to 12.25% from 10.25%. And a quick look at the markets. Arabica coffee futures on the International Commodity Exchange were trading around 2.1 US dollars down from a three and a half week high of 2.3 US dollars hit on May 17th amid a slightly stronger reel and amid receding frost risk in top producer Brazil. Weather forecasters said that winds and clouds in Mina Guerre 
Brazil's largest Arabica-growing region prevented a severe drop in temperatures that removed the threat of crop-damaging frost from developing. Still, the market remains on edge of a frost risk in Brazil this season, given frost last year severely damaged the crop and sent prices to decades high. At the same time, the Green Coffee Association reported recently that U.S. April Green Coffee inventories rose by 1.5% month-on-month and 2.5% year-on-year to 5.9 million bags. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at Withadong.